Welcome to Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty, and this podcast is based on a passage that comes from Psalm 127, which says this, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen keep awake in vain. Come join me as I look at current events and life situations and put the tagline, Unless the Lord, in front of them and see how we can change our lives together. Join me on this journey as we get started right away. Hello and welcome to Unless the Lord, a podcast about trusting the Lord through Psalm 127, based on my book called Unless the Lord, a book about trusting the Lord through Psalm 127. I am Alan Getty. I am your host today, and I am so excited that you've decided to join us here. Um, us, me, join me here today. Uh, <clears throat> I missed last week. I decided to take Thanksgiving off and give everything a break. I got to spend uh, three days with my grandson, Bowen, uh, Bowen Allen, who is uh, aptly named after me because I'm just that amazing. I'm just kidding. Um, but in those three days, I really did enjoy spending time with him thought about how easy it would be move, it would be to move to Lincoln to spend more time with him and my daughter and my son-in-law. And so anyway, it was a good trip and I'm back now and I am back in the groove of things as we continue to go through my book. My book, which I've already named and told you the name, was called Unless the Lord, a book about trusting the Lord through Psalm 127. Today is for well, it's for sale everywhere. You can buy it at Walmart, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple, um, wherever. Kindle, it's it's available. So uh, I would love it if you would buy some for gifts for other people. And uh, um, if you bring them by the office here, if you know where I work, or you send them to me in the mail, if you want to get my address, you can send me an email at alangetty at gmail.com. I would absolutely absolutely sign them and um, for you. So uh, last week when we were, and I'd known this for a while, so I'm just going to use last week. We were driving back and we were on the road and it was getting dark. It was dark. And I had gone a couple weeks ago to um, go. I finally had an eye appointment and got some prescriptions, but they hadn't come in yet. And last week, um, we're driving around in the dark. And if you've ever driven down a freeway, an inter an interstate, um, and you come up to where there's going to be an exit, there's always those big blue signs. The big blue signs have signs of restaurants, signs of gas stations, signs of hotels. All of that are on those signs. And I've known for a long time that I, I can't see at night. Um, so as we're driving along, I would, we were getting time where we were going to eat. And, uh, I told my wife, I said, I, I can't see those. So as we get closer, you're going to have to tell me if you want to stop at one of those restaurants. Cause I can't even tell you what restaurants they are. I said, I might be able to see the golden arches, but by the time I see them, I can't read all the restaurants. I might see one, you know, I might see a big M or I might see, um, that it's, that it's some other restaurant that I might see that there's one, but there's six of them up there and I can't see those. I can't, 
I'm just I'm not processing fast enough. And so anyway, uh, she was telling me, and we were laughing about it, and knowing that I was going to get glasses this week. Um, but really, in my head, to be totally honest with you, I did not expect the glasses to uh, make that big of a difference. I, I figured, well, it'll be a little different. So I'm sitting, I go and I pick up the glasses and uh, I go up and they give me the glasses. Oh, they're nice. Okay. And I put them on. I'm like, well, that didn't make much of a difference. And I take them off and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I put them back on. I'm like, whoa, take them off. Oh, oh. And at that point, I realized just how bad my eyes were. They were terrible, 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 terrible. And um, so I tell you that to tell you that as, as I'm talking to my son, who is 15, about just how amazing these glasses are, my son at 15 is like, what? You can't? Oh, I have amazing eyesight. I'm, I have the best eyesight in the world. I am Superman when it comes to eyesight. I mean, <laughs> he's 15, so you deal with it. But uh, and I, and I, and so, you know, he's, he's basically having a contest with me. Can you read that? Yeah. Can you read that? Yeah. Can you read? That? I'm like, I can read all these things. I said, it was really cool. It was, it was very exciting. Um, and it, it definitely made me realize how old I am. I'm, I'm, I'm old enough now that, uh, that I need glasses. Um, when I was 15, I was like my son. I was Superman with eyes and I could see anything. And I really have high hopes that the glasses are going to help me with, with hunting. I, I really do. I'm like, man, I've been out there and I can't, and I, I look far away and stuff just gets blurry. I have high hopes, high hopes that it will help me with hunting, which I'll be doing here, um, in the next month with my kids. So kind of excited about that. All right. So I started with that because this week's chapter, chapter 10, is called To Be Young Again. Oh, to be young again. And it's interesting because it comes off the Psalm 127, the, the verse, the little sentences. Um, it kind of comes off of chapter 9. So I'm going to read chapter 9 too, um, where it says... Um, well, anyway, chapter 10, verse 127, it goes like arrows in the hands of a warrior. And then chapter 10 says, are children in one's youth. So I thought this was very interesting and sort of took it into account the idea of how I was like as a parent when I was younger versus how I am now as an older parent. Uh, it's unique to me. I think I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the only person in the world that's done this, but I had, we had our oldest. Uh, we were married very young. I was 20 and my wife was 18. She had just graduated high school a month earlier. And we had our first baby um, a year, uh, a year and a half after we've been married. So she was born in March of uh, 1994, and we were married in July of 1992. So take those numbers, you can kind of see we, we didn't wait. And as parents, we were a mess. I mean, we were a mess. We didn't know what we were doing. We, 
we had to depend on our moms and our grandmas and other people that we could call at any point in time. We didn't live close to home. We, we had moved away for Tamara to go to college and uh, we call them all the time. Oh, the baby's doing this. Oh, the baby's doing this. And uh, we were, we were, I, I mean, we were good parents, but we just, we had a lot to learn. And I, but we had so much energy. I remember the energy that we had. We could just, man, I would play with Harmony and Tamara would, would play. And we would just, we were so active and taking, you know, just like, just like uh, my daughter and her, and her husband, uh, we went up there to visit and, you know, they wanted to take the kids to the, to the zoo. And my wife and I, we got to the hotel room. We'd been driving the whole day before. We were like, we're done. We don't want to go to the zoo. So they took the kids to the zoo. So when we were younger, we had a lot more energy. And um, when I think about uh, my oldest two daughters who were born when we were still very young, um, they they bear the scars and the blessings of that. But what I do know is this, is that the, the arrow part, you see, um, and I think youth now is, is, is much older. I'm, I'm 50, but honestly, I, I feel like I've got a lot of years left. I'm not like, like when my grandpa was 50, he, you know, I'm sure he felt like he had a lot of years left, but in, in the 1980s, uh, less people lived to be 90 than they do now. And so I, I totally expect to live to 90. I take good care of myself. I take my vitamins. I go see the doctor. I'm, I'm, I totally expect to live to, so any child I've had has been a child of my youth. I'm not old yet, but it is interesting to me how many couples are getting married, waiting several years to have children, and then they just have one or two. And I think, man, would I go hunting with two arrows? No, I would never go hunting with two arrows. I would always take... I would always have a quiver of four or five at least. And then I think, would I, would I wait to buy arrows until right before I went hunting? No, no, I would, I would take care of that stuff. So I, and I don't want to advocate teenage pregnancy here, but I think biblically that God, that God is telling us something. God is telling us that, and, and all throughout scripture, we see young women and young men having babies. Um, and I think as we have become more, less dependent on God and more affluent, we have stopped having children and, and saying, we're going to have kids because it's what we're supposed to do. And instead we say, we're going to have kids when we get older. We're going to have kids when we are, when we are ready. Well, I have a couple things to say about that, but, but I, I just want to, I just want to kind of go back to this. Um, when we do that, and you guys have heard me in this podcast, if you've listened to the podcast enough, you know how I feel about this. When we wait, we lose the opportunity 
to grow children with the energy and that desire that we have to give them. And we also lose the opportunity to struggle. One of the greatest blessings that I ever had as a parent was having somebody gift us a gift for Harmony for Christmas because we couldn't afford one. We just couldn't. And I think as parents, we need that. As, as Christians, we need to put dependence on God and the church. And I believe that having children young, getting married young and having children young really creates that tension of, of we need other people. We need God. You see these people that are getting married at 30 and 35 and, and some would probably have gotten married earlier, but, but I think by choice, many people are waiting until they're much older to get married and then they plan out their pregnancy. They plan out everything about their life to the, to the nth degree. They can choose. You can have it. If you have enough money and you have enough time, you can choose exactly, you know, like hair color and eye color and, and gender of your baby. You can do that. And I think, how is that depending upon God? Now, we know that most people don't do that. I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught up in the idea that everybody's doing it. But we think about what God designed for us. Why did God design us the way that he did? And it's to have children. So, you know, when I think about, um, I think about my wife and I, I see a young couple. We were so young. Um, and we, we didn't know what we were doing, but we grew together and we grew different and we grew closer and we continue to do that. We're always going to be growing. We're always going to be moving. Um, and I think that's the way God intended marriage and parenting to be. I think God intended for us to get married young and for us to make choices that say we're going to stay together even in the midst of hard trials. Now, I want to get back to the idea of young parenting. And of course, being that it's almost Christmas, it would be it would be crazy for me not to think of God's perfect example of parents, the parents that he chose to raise Jesus, the parents that he chose to bless with Jesus and raise Jesus were young, was a young couple that wasn't even married yet. It was a young couple that had had every intention of having a large family, a young couple that was following the Lord, that obeyed the Lord. And it's quite possible, and I mean, it depends on where you look, but it's quite possible that Mary and Joseph, that Mary was like 14. Now, obviously, I don't believe we want to get we don't want to get to a situation where we're marrying kids off and making them have babies at 14. But in this time frame, that worked. And uh, and I think he gave, he gave himself to be raised by a 14-year-old. And, and who knows how old Joseph was. I've heard 22. I've heard 30. I mean, it, it's, yeah, nobody, I don't think a lot of people really know. But, but here's the deal is that, God saw fit that a young couple was was who was supposed to raise Jesus. And, and when you think about it, 
you had Elizabeth down the road who was much older, who was also having a baby. No, God chose Mary because God knows that children in our youth, having children in our youth is a vitally important part of life. So anyway, I don't exactly know what that means all as I'm, as I'm just saying it. I don't know exactly where I'm going with it because I've kind of gone off the rails here a little bit. Um, I, I think the main thing is um, as we think about the children around us, as we think about the world around us, as you think about yourself, we should encourage. We should not. I wish there was a way I could change the world so that people said, well, we got married. We're going to spend a year getting to know each other. And then hopefully we have a baby. I wish there was a way we could fix the world so that we could start marriages like that. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's hard to get really mad at somebody when you're, I mean, not mad, but it's hard. It's hard to leave somebody when you're constantly having babies. There's just a, there's just something there. I don't know what to tell you. But I do know this, that children of one's youth are like arrows. And when we send them out, they do amazing things. And if, if we have them when we're young and we have enough of them, we're going to have lots and lots of blessings. All right, guys, I'm off my soapbox. Next week, we hit chapter 11 and uh, pretty excited. Chapter 11 was one of my favorite to write um, because it's it's one of my favorite hunting stories that I just totally messed up. And I love talking about when I mess up because I mess up a lot and people want to hear that. Have a great week. Remember, you can buy my book anywhere. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Anchor or Spotify. And um, please let me know what you think by sending me an email at alangetty at gmail.com or rating the podcast here and uh, letting people know about it. Talk to you all later. Have a great week. Unless our father builds the house and shelters every city.